When life gets crazy, Walmart helps you keep it all together. Now with a little extra help from Instacart. If you need your groceries now-ish, but your options for going to Walmart are later-ish or never-ish, you can get everything delivered through Instacart right to your door in as fast as an hour. Skip the shop and savor more of your busy life with Walmart and Instacart. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. Minimum order $10. Additional terms apply. Hey, Namaste Bitches. We're back. It's Teresa Judice, and I'm here with my co-host, Melissa Feaster. What's up, Namaste Bitches? So happy to be back. And speaking of being back... I am back in LA. Teresa, you're back home in Jersey after the BravoCon insanity. Yeah, what a weekend. It was like, wow. Crazy, right? Teresa, we have so much to get into with BravoCon. Yeah, so much. And the craziness that it was. You guys, just so you know, from the BravoCon stuff, I know you have sent in a lot of questions. We've read all the emails. We've seen all the DMs. We've listened to all the messages. Teresa and I are ready to talk everything BravoCon. Yes, we have some BravoCon tea. So this Namaste Bitches episode is the one you Bravo fans have been waiting for. We just had the Bravo Super Bowl. And we have also some very special announcements but you're going to have to stay tuned because right now, Teresa and I are getting into everything BravoCon. So what did you think, Teresa? How was it for you? Well, it was so amazing, you know, to see all the fans out there. Everyone was so excited. I was excited to see all the fans. I was excited to meet all the other Bravo celebrities because we really are a Bravo family. So it's like to see everybody on stage, we did a Watch What Happens Live of the Legends Ball. That's what it was named. And um, I I couldn't believe that everybody on the Bravo, you know, television, like all the Bravo shows, we were all on one stage together. And that was pretty cool. And that was like, you know, awesome to see. That's a Bravo fan's dream. Having everyone out there all together for the Legends Ball. Was there someone that you were wanting to meet that you had never met before or looking forward to seeing? I just wanted to meet everyone because like, that's the only time that we actually get to meet everybody is like, if we have things like this, the last time I got to meet everybody was at the last Bravo con and before Bravo con ever existed, it was called the Bravo upfronts. Oh, right. Right. For NBC and Bravo. Yes. I think one, one was held in LA in California. And then another one was held in New York. I think that was it, you know, since I've been on Bravo. So I was just, you know, happy to meet everyone. I mean, there was new shows that have come out since the last Bravo Con, you know, that I, you know, like for instance, um, the Karma show. Family Karma. Family Karma. Yeah. So I ended up meeting them. So I met everyone. So it was really, really, you know, nice to meet everyone. It really was. Was there someone that stuck out that you thought wasn't as friendly to you? No, I have to say everyone was friendly to me. I mean, except for that, you know, one comment that, you know, Vicky made from OC. Oh, right. Yes. But I mean, and I didn't even take it as a bad compliment because she said, you know, she got asked a question and she said, I was the first one that popped up in her head. So I was like, okay. And then when she was 
you know, on stage when we were filming Watch What Happens Live. And she said, she's like, well, I think Teresa is a wonderful person. You know, whatever she said, something like that. She said, you know, nothing bad about me. She's like, but Teresa's, you know, whose name popped up right in my head when that happened. So I wasn't going to go back at her and like say anything negative because Again, I feel like we are a Bravo family and we should all be lifting each other up and not tearing each other down. Listen, I appreciate that because I know, you know, you want to be, we want to be namaste. But in reality, (laughs) Bravo is messy and shady. I mean, and Andy, we all know Andy is the king shade assassin, right? Well, I know, but I didn't get like, I just watched the other night on actual TV. Like the other night they had Watch What Happens Live, live, the shady one, like all the housewives that were shady. And I wasn't on that panel. So yay. So So, yeah, so I'm not shady. But Bravo is based on this. Like I No, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. It's completely based on drama. It's reality, crazy drama TV, okay? I was talking to somebody, and they were mad for side piece having guests, that I was having someone that they weren't a beef with. I said, this is Bravo. If I didn't have someone on that was in a beef with somebody else, I would have zero guests. Nobody like there's, that's just what Bravo is. Everybody is at war with each other or everyone's talking shit behind someone else's back. Look, they're asking questions just to get people going. Like they asked Vicky, who is the most overrated housewife? That is just starting beef. There's not going to be any namaste when you have questions like that. There's only going to be beef if the other person reacts. So, you know, there's, there's no reaction from me. So, yeah. Listen, your reactions to the stuff that came at you and were thrown at you were fantastic. And again, the people would probably expect Teresa, what they think they know of Teresa and they see on TV to pop off. You kept it cool. You were classy. You didn't, you know, go at them. And you could have been a lot harsher for what people were saying. I mean, Vicky calling you the OG. You're literally like the OG of all housewives right now. Who else has been on as long? I mean, she's she's also an OG. The only difference is, is that I'm still on television. She's not. Well, that's a big difference. Yeah. I mean, that's because, you know, she's an OG, too. So, I mean, and she started the franchise, you know, right? I mean, she's the one. She was the first. Her OC was the first housewife show to be on. Bravo. I mean, yes, OC kicked it off. So she's the OG of OC because she kicked off all of housewives but like had you ever met her prior to this yes i did yeah i i have met her prior to this and she was very nice to me so that's why i was, was like i mean that's what I, mean. I didn't take it i mean when i heard it at first i was like what does that like actually mean like and i was just like if that's what i'm saying if somebody's trying to like throw shade at you or trying to put you down in some way i don't know it's either you could react or you could just like not react. And I think that's even better. So then after you see Vicky afterwards, when you guys get off the stage, I didn't see, I, I didn't see her. You didn't see her again for the rest of BravoCon. No, nope, I didn't see her for the rest of BravoCon. And you never heard from her. Like you haven't heard from her since nothing. No, 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 you probably won't. I probably won't. Exactly. It's fine. Right. I mean, like she said on stage, right to, you know, to my face, she was like, I think you're very nice. Like it's something like something like that. She was like, she didn't throw shade at me. She's like, Teresa was just the first name that popped in my head. Okay. All right. You know, whatever, you know. 
So then we had the other little incident, Teresa, with another former OG from your cast, your girl, Caroline Manzo. When they did, no, wait, the- wait, wait, that's not my girl. Oh, sorry. <laughs> She's not my girl. <laughs> so at BravoCon, they did that squash the beef little segment. We all know why they brought Caroline on. You and I talked about it the night before you were doing the segment. You know, they were doing it to bring up some beef, some history, to probably be a little messy and shady. I got told, like when I was at BravoCon, which tell you the truth, I'm glad I got told because I thought that was really nice that I was told because, you know, I I like that I had the heads up, you know, that I was that that was happening because at least I wasn't sidetracked by it because like, I don't get it. Like there's no beef to squash. I haven't seen her since the Super Bowl commercial. And when we filmed the Super Bowl commercial, we were both professional about it. And that's it. I mean, to tell you the truth, guys, like. Caroline and I, we were never real friends. I always respected her because she was Dina's sister. That's about it. And um, I mean, you guys saw how the show went. It was like really like ridiculous. Like then my brother comes on the show, then they become friends and she's trying to shade me with that. And it's like, okay, like I don't, you know, it's like, and like the age difference was kind of so funny because I could tell what she was trying to do. Like she was trying to hang out with Melissa to try to get back at me. And it's like, okay, you could have her, Caroline. You want to, you know what I mean? It was just saying. Right. Well, that's what, that's what I understand. Other than trying to be messy and a little shady and bring up beef. I didn't understand why bring Caroline back, but I guess they were based on the fact that you even told me that when you did see Caroline for the Super Bowl commercial, you guys were cool. Like it was pleasant. It was fine. You guys were there for a job. No, listen, we were we we did our job and that was it. Do I want to be friends with Caroline Manzo? Right. Absolutely not. Like I'm sure vice versa. She doesn't want to be friends with me either. Am I going to invite her anytime over for dinner soon? No. Is she going to invite me over for dinner? No. Right. You know, it's like, I wish her well. That's it. Hopefully she wishes me well. And that's about it. I guess I just don't know what sparked her. You guys had been fine. You did the Super Bowl, and then something sparked her to then go on her son's podcast and say these things. I want to beat the shit out of you uh, verbally and, you know, stop opening up your uneducated mouth. Like, I don't understand. That's what she said, Teresa, on the podcast. Okay. Why, Melissa? She wants attention. You know, I guess she didn't get attention growing up, you know. So maybe, you know, she's trying to get it from me. It's not going to happen she could get attention from her husband, you know? I mean, it's not, you know, it's not happening from Teresa Judice. So you're not giving her attention. She's bringing it up to get attention from you and everybody else. So then they bring, to give more attention to it, they bring her to BravoCon and make you guys do a squash the beef. And we didn't squash the beef. And I like it that, you know, we, we left it the way it was. Like, and I, Andy respected it, that we both were good with it. And I love that. And then after that, uh, did you see her when you're walking off stage? Did you see her backstage? Nope. Did not see her at all. I did run into Albie and I have to say very respectful. Always has been. Yeah. Albie and I have always said hi to each other. Always. He's a great man. He really is. Like he's always, always said hi to me. And I've always said hi to him. We, you know, we give a kiss hello on the cheek and say hi to each other. Right. We have that kind of relationship. But he's the only one that I say hi to. It's so weird. He's the only one that I have that respect with. Like, because he's always respected me and I've always respected him. 
no one else, you know, in, in her, in Caroline's family, it's like that. Albie said the same exact thing about you. Oh, he did? He said, you know, Chris and I always got along. It was really weird and like it kind of, it sucked a lot when, you know, Teresa and my mom weren't at it. Teresa and I just always had a cool bond and we, you know, we're always cool. And, you know, he said the same thing. He had nothing but nice things to say about you. So, you know, and I know it wasn't fun. It wasn't fun for you guys. It wasn't fun for the families going through this. But I'm glad that you guys agree to disagree. We're not squashing the beef. And we're moving on. And hopefully now this is the last time that this gets brought up yet again. Yeah, like I never bring up her name. I mean, obviously, she's trying to bring up my name because, you know, she wants some kind of attention and she's not going to get it. So, you know, so she, she she should quit while she's ahead. So recently you were telling me and then you stopped that you squashed the beef like just recently with another housewife, but you didn't tell me who it was. So now if I'm, am I doing like this guessing game of who you just squashed the beef with? So Melissa, I was on two Watch What Happens Live, a, the Legends Ball, which I ended up squashing the beef with someone else on that panel. But the other Watch What Happens Live was called the Mystery Door. Oh. And he's the Mystery Door. Okay. So that's the one that I was on with Caroline. And um, yeah, so they and they all posted about that. I was the first one to come out of Andy's mystery door. But then what one, the other one that was with Caroline, what's the other one that you squashed the beef with? The other one was, the, it was called the Legends Ball. And right. that was the one that I squashed the beef with Ramona. He called both of us up by him. And we both sat in, you know, he was in the middle. And then we sat, you know, each on each side of him. And we had to, you know, squash the beef regarding the invitation my wedding invitation. Did the apologizer apologize? Yes. Right away. As soon as we sat down. So that was it. We squashed it. She said, sorry. And uh, that was it. Okay. So, but then, then there's a third person because you said recently you just were talking to another OG housewife. Danielle texted me. She said, I heard you've been talking, saying nice. I heard you've been saying nice things about me out there. Oh my, oh wait. So after we talked about actually yes. on our pod, on one of our first podcasts, we got a viewer question. Who would you rather bring back, Teresa, Caroline or Danielle? You said Danielle. Right. See, so then that's, that's, so you know, Danielle that's where listens. Well, by the way, Danielle, thanks for listening to Namaste, bitches. Yes. So that's what happened. So she reaches out, says, Thank you for talking nice about me. Where did it go then? No, she said, I heard that you've been saying nice things about me or something like that. And I'm like, yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll read you the exact text. Um, Danielle Straub. She said, I, I have heard you've been speaking kindly of me lately. I wanted to say thanks, Teresa. It's appreciated. Like that. That's what, That was her text. And I said, I always, yeah, I said, I always have. Like, that's, just, that's the thing. And you know what? It's like, I don't want to keep going around in circles about, like, you know, there is stuff that's unanswered. But you know what? It's better we just keep that book closed. And Short move and sweet. On. Thank yes. you for the text. Just, yes, and just move on. And now a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. Life can be super stressful and overwhelming. Juggling kids, work, everything else that pops up in a day. And it can be so hard to stay in problem-solving mode every time a new challenge comes up. But honestly... 
How great does it feel when you can figure out your own solution and conquer problems yourself? It's pretty great, right, Teresa? But it's not always easy to do. Yeah, Melissa, you're right. It's not always easy to do. Well, that's where therapy comes in. Therapy can help with all kinds of things, anxiety and depression, stress, emotional healing. I personally cannot say enough good things about therapy. And I know, Teresa, you can't either. I just tried therapy for the first time while we were filming last season of Housewives. I love it now and think everyone should try it. So if you're thinking about giving therapy a try, as Teresa and I have ourselves, BetterHelp Online Therapy is a great option. It's convenient, accessible, affordable, and entirely online. You can connect with your therapist on video, phone, or chat. You get matched quickly and can switch therapists at any time. When you want to be a better problem solver, therapy can help you get there. Visit betterhelp.com slash Teresa today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash Teresa. Betterhelp.com slash Teresa. Get ready to laugh out loud with the weekly dose of BS podcast. You might know Brandy Redman and Stephanie Hallman as the best friends gals from the Real Housewives of Dallas. And alongside Trey Stewart, they share all of their shenanigans, ups, downs, and everything. There are no boundaries in the show. It's actual reality without the edits or made-up storylines. Learn the truth about what goes on while filming reality TV, along with the latest pop culture, mama drama, and the crazy lives of these three. You can be besties with them each week and just let the BS go. Subscribe to Weekly Dose of BS on your favorite podcast platform. So, Teresa, of course, other than New Jersey, which Housewives franchise do you think is the best? Well, I have to say, I think they're all amazing because they all bring something different to the table. And I think all the Housewives are great. I mean, they really are. But right now, who's on fire is, of course, the Beverly Hills. Beverly Hills is smoking. I mean, hands down, that is a lot of drama, gossip, everything that's happening right now in the housewives world. Yeah, and I got caught up with it at BravoCon because it's like, you know, we all live busy lives, so I can't watch, like, all the shows. And I admit it, the only um, housewife that I watched from start to finish was Dubai. No way. You watched that whole season. Yes, I did because, and and if I missed it, then I would I would get it on demand, which was so cool. Like I love the whole on demand thing. Like now I'm, I love that. So, um, yeah, but Beverly Hills, I've gotten pieces here and there. Um, so that's why I wasn't caught up, but then I finally got caught up on everything. And I hung out with, um, Kathy Hilton Thursday night at the direct TV appearance that we both had. Is that the conga line? Yes, that was the conga line that I did with Kathy Hillen, right? Because I, I don't know if anybody out there is football fans. My commercial I heard plays all the time, like whoever, you know, when you're watching football, 
my stepson, he said the other night he was watching basketball. My commercial came on three times. That's incredible. So I guess any sports, it come it comes on. So so wait, you're at the direct TV party. You're with Kathy Hilton. Had you met Kathy before? No, I've never met her before. I was there was a few other housewives there. Also Ashley Darby and Whitney from Salt Lake City. Okay, so do you understand why the conga line was happening? Well, I heard that she's been dying to do the conga line. So, you know, we made it happen. So there's a huge, this is another of all the rage in Beverly Hills. Okay. Kathy supposedly had a meltdown or some something happened at a cast trip in Aspen in a nightclub. Kathy wanted a song on. She wanted to dance, do a conga line, whatever. Supposedly she gets kicked out and she had this Lisa Rinna saying a, a psychotic break, a meltdown. Oh, okay, so the conga line, I heard about all that, but I didn't know the conga line was that night. So it was that night, the conga line. Okay, yes. got it. So she's trying to relive and kind of poke at what supposedly went down when people are saying she had a meltdown, a psychotic break, whatever she did. Okay. And this is what is starting the feud between Lisa Rinna and Kathy Hilton. So that's why Beverly Hills is on fire right now, because Kathy Hilton and Lisa Rinna get into this whole thing. She goes after Kathy Hilton, which then brings us to BravoCon. Did you see when the Beverly Hills housewives are doing their panel, Lisa Rinna gets introduced and she gets booed? Yeah, I didn't see, but I heard. And it's all over Instagram. It's everywhere. Did you then see what Lisa Rinna does after, as she's walking to the stage and she's getting booed? Do you see what she did? Yes, I heard that too. I didn't see it, but I heard that, you know, she gave everybody the finger, right? She lit, and not like a quick one and then down. I mean, yeah. it was a good, lengthy flick off of the finger to the crowd, aka her fans, aka Bravo fans. Oh my God. Can you imagine giving. Would you ever do that? No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't do that. No. And what did the fans do after that? Like, I want to know. Like, they were, were booing. They it was insane. She literally kept walking past the stage, giving the bird to everybody. Yeah. I mean, listen, she likes, she knows how to make noise. So she's definitely making noise. You know, I don't know if it's, if, it, if it's good noise or, you know, like that's the only thing. Like that's, I guess the fans she'll know from the fans how they react, right? Well, it wasn't very good. And then Andy was asked a question, when are you firing Rinna already? And then he avoided that. Okay. That's all everybody's been asking. Anywhere, anyone anywhere is asking, when is Rinna getting fired? A, they just haven't been jamming with her lately. But then when she attacked and went after this whole thing with Kathy Hilton, then fans were really like, Team Kathy, let's get Rena out of here. I mean, they just had the Beverly Hills um, reunion, so I guess we'll have to see next season if she comes back or not. And then I guess then we'll all have her answer, right? I mean, listen, everything that you've been through, can you imagine going to your fans that love you, support you, have been there for you, and flicking them off? I would never do that. I mean, I ended up filming my wedding for my fans. Because right. I, you know, I was going back and forth, and I really, I, at first, I didn't want to film the wedding because I just thought it was going to be drama, and I was scared, and I didn't want any drama at my wedding. I really didn't, and I was just like, you know, I wanted it to be about Louie and, and I, because that's at the end of the day, it's about us. 
So that's why I was like nervous about filming it. But then, you know, I was like, somebody said to me, well, your fans want to see your happy ending, even though it's, it's not my happy ending. I mean, it is my happy ending, but then it's my new beginning also. Right. So like, you know, I wanted to clarify that. So, but then everyone wanted to see me be happy and find someone else and to see, like, I guess my fairy tale, like, Right. Well, you go above and beyond. Like you, not only can you not imagine flicking your fans off, but then you go above and beyond and you literally put your whole wedding out there just specifically. So the fans who so have I been did there. It, yeah. So I did it for the fans because they've right. been, oh, they, you know, they've loved and supported me. So of course I wanted to share that with them. And I was like, you know what? They're going to film my wedding. They're going to video my wedding anyway for me to have it. So why not? film is for my fans because I know they definitely, you know, they would love to see it. So I did it for them. I really did. And speaking of the Beverly Hills drama, I don't know how in tune you are with the the alliances. So Erica Jane has been very good friends with Dorit. And I know you were with Dorit. You met Dorit, right? I love Dorit. Yeah, Dorit and I, Andy loved um, our outfits. So he they let us for Bravo TV. We took a photo together. Yes, I saw that. That was incredible. So yeah, she's so sweet. And I was, I told her, I'm sorry, what happened? You know, with her you know, that they broke into her home and right. you know. And then she said, "Oh my God, you know, you're so amazing too. Of and so how strong you are of everything that you've gone through." And I thought that was really sweet of her. Yeah, That's she was. Nice. Really, she was really sweet. I think she has great style. She's beautiful. You know, essentially her best friend other than Kyle on the show is Erica Jane. Okay. So I didn't know that. And now I know where you're going with this, which is crazy. Could you, so Erica Jane gets asked of all people, look at all the people on Bravo that are married in relationships. And they ask who's divorced. Do you think who would get divorced soonest or who's going to get divorced the quickest? And she stands up, struts it. Like she has to make a show of it stretched to the front of the stage, grabs a microphone and says, Dorit and PK, her best friend. That's crazy. Wow. I don't understand that. I don't. And like, what was, I mean, I don't, I'm sure Dorit was lost for words. Like, that's like crazy. Like what it, I mean, did she explain after that? Nothing. I heard nothing. I think I did see something out there on Instagram, but like, like real quick, or maybe that they were just stating what Erica Jane did. But like, there hasn't been any answer from that. Like why she did that. PK's coming back and now he's kind of getting into the, he, you know, now he's in the game and he's coming at Erica a little bit and, and going at her as he should. He's defending his girl and his marriage. I mean, don't come at, listen, we know when people come at your marriage, how hurtful it can be. I do want to get into that. I want to talk about the Jersey panels though. So, Teresa, I want to talk about the Jersey panels being split. I, being backstage, I heard some rumblings that an unnamed New Jersey housewife was complaining to Bravo that initially the Jersey panel, your guys' Jersey panel, was supposed to go up against the Beverly Hills. And it was, it was on the schedule. Jersey was going to go head to head with Beverly Hills panel. And that someone on the Jersey cast was telling Bravo that 
no way this can happen. They were complaining about it because if we were going head to head with Beverly Hills, nobody would be coming to Jersey panel. They would all be going to the Beverly Hills panel. And it would be crickets for you guys. But if I was there, that would not be the case. I'm, I'm kidding. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I mean, listen, it was only three of them that were going to be on that panel, which, you know, does make sense. Like, I don't know if that really did happen, but it does make sense. Like, you know, sometimes it's good to open up, like, you know, to people at Bravo, because maybe they're like, oh my God, that was a mishap. You know, like they didn't mean to do it that way, you know? So yeah, because then it did get changed. It did get changed. Yes, it did. So then maybe that was right. So like, that was okay. Like I wasn't on that panel, so it definitely didn't come from me. So, but I could see that happening because then everybody's going to go to Beverly Hills because that's what's like they're hot right on, now. On fire right now. Exactly. And everybody wants answers, you know? And I also think that Bravo probably wants to keep a lot for the reunion, which you guys have coming no, up. But then I also heard, let's continue on that, that, you know, I'm not going to name names because everybody were, were there. And I'm sure you know, like that this, the panels were split, you know, because someone else said something because we weren't didn't want to be on the same panel together. Oh, it was to her. It was said that you didn't want to be with Melissa on the same panel. OK. And who said that? Birdies flying around. Okay, birdies. OK. First of all, <laughs> like Bravo makes that decision. You know what I mean? Bravo makes that decision. I have I'm not the boss. So I. Like that doesn't come from me. And it's like common sense. Duh. We haven't had our reunion yet. Right. So of course they want to keep us separate. They didn't want a reunion to happen at BravoCon. Right. Absolutely. Even though I'm sure the fans would have loved that. But Bravo is smarter than that. Like they don't want our reunion happening at BravoCon. They want to say So it wasn't you requesting to be split up. It was Bravo and the higher up saying, listen, we have a reunion coming up and we're not doing it at freaking BravoCon. Exactly. And you know what? Bravo is very smart to do that. Like, that's the thing. Like, listen, no one's perfect. See, even the people making the schedule at Bravo make mistakes. You know right. what I mean? Like, then they saw them. They're like, oh, my God, they did, you know, New Jersey didn't have their um, reunion yet. So we can't put them together on a panel because then it's not going to be good. So right there, like no one's perfect. Like everyone makes mistakes. So that's why things get changed. But then other people assume that other people are. That are, you. That, that me, that right. I'm involved. It always like, goes really, back to Teresa. It's like, okay, yeah, I get it. You think I have all this power, but you know, I'm not the boss and I don't, you know, I don't claim, even though thanks a lot, you know, maybe some people think I'm the boss, which you're only the you boss know. in the bedroom. Ex or yeah, you know, or, you know, but like, but it's like, really, it's like. Bravo, they know what they're doing. Well, it doesn't matter. You know what? Because the best damn panel that was there at BravoCon was the panel that you and I did together. Of course. It was amazing. And like, it was great doing it, you know, with every, like four couples, but with our children. It was a lot. It was by far one of the biggest panels besides like the ball, like the crazy watch what happens live. I, think I know. It was one of the and you you forgot about me. Thank you very much. You oh, did. geez. Yeah, Lordy, you, you guys, let me break this down for you real quick. You okay? forgot about me. Yes. Yeah, Teresa is giving me so much shit that I didn't ask her enough questions when we were doing the panel. You guys. I don't think you asked me any. Like maybe. Teresa, like, no <laughs> joke. You spoke half of the time. No, that was because. That was <laughs> yes. because 
That was because the audience was asking me questions. The panel is an hour long. After I do the intros, we're already down five to seven minutes right there. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. We do Q&A no, for but 20 I, I minutes. I get it. It was, listen, I get it. It was you a lot. Me. I was trying to get everybody in. I felt like I was neglecting everybody. I get it. We have a podcast together. So you, you see me all the time. So you wanted to give love to everyone else. I get it. But I'm, everyone freaked out seeing you, Louie, Gia. I mean, how did that feel for you? Because obviously I was there. I was the one like getting the audience going. I was the one asking the questions, but you as a mom and a wife, you have your husband there and your oldest daughter. How was that for you? Oh, it felt, it felt great. Yeah. Cause listen, this season, everyone's really get going to get to know Louie and who Louie's really about at like, uh, you know, cause last season the guy did not want to come around and when no. I don't blame him, I don't right. blame him. Like, come on, you're having someone attacked your character the way like you know what margaret was doing so he didn't want to come around which i don't i didn't blame him and i didn't want him to come around and i like that was the thing more so like i was trying to protect him you know i didn't want anyone to hurt him like and that's a normal thing to do so this season i can't wait for everyone to really get to know who louis really is and um they heard a little bit from gia right and what she you that know, was what, amazing. That was so amazing. Him, right. Even everyone else on the panel couldn't believe it. Because remember, we had Dolores, we had Frank, Frankie. Then we had Miss Worldwide Candy from Atlanta. Love her. her husband love, Todd. Yeah. Amazing, right? And oh my Riley. God. Yes, Riley's so beautiful. God bless her. She's like beautiful. Yeah. And then we had Meredith from Salt Lake City. Oh my God. I loved her. My my first time meeting Meredith. That was your first time meeting Meredith on our panel? Yes. Yes. And then I met her son. Her son was adorable. And Gia Brooks. and her son get along really, really well. Oh, I love that. That panel was incredible. Yeah, I mean, they I were was... hanging out. And I think Gia just did his podcast. Does he have a podcast too, right? Yes, he does. He does like a sh after show type thing. Yeah. And they were hanging out, the two of them. It was so cute. Like he's adorable. He's so handsome. It was an amazing panel, an amazing crew. Everybody was freaking out for you guys and to see Louie and get, you know, I even specifically was trying to ask because I know, you know, sometimes you're not painted in the best light. And I know it was a rough season for Louie. That's why I, I know Louie. I love Louie. Josh loves Louie. There's, we want, just like we're doing this podcast, we want everybody to see more about who you are, who I am. We want to see who the real Louie is. We want everybody to see that amazing man that he is. And you saw how wonderful Dolores and um, little Frankie spoke about him also. Incredible. Like, the, yeah, because, I mean, they both, you know, think he's, so, you know, so great because they know him. So th that felt good to, you know, hear all that. And I wanted, and I wanted the fans to see that, too, because what was happening last year was not fair. Like, obviously, there was people, you know, from Louis' past trying to put negative stuff out there about him, which was really sad. Right. So that's why. So now everyone this season will get to see who Louis Varelis is. And I'm, I'm so excited about that. You know what? And maybe if Louis comes to our live Philly show, we can get Louis on stage and we can do a little fun game with you guys. Did you know? I hope you all know. That Teresa and I, the Namaste Bitches, are going on tour. We are going to be in Philly. When is that? November 10th. The 10th. Thursday, November 10th. We're in Philly. You guys, so get your tickets. The Namaste Bitches are going on tour. We're coming live to you. We're starting Thursday, November 10th in Philly. At and Frankston then Music right. Hall. 
And then November 11th, we're going to be in Maryland. We're going to be November, Friday, November 11th in D.C. at the Fillmore Silver Springs. You guys, come get your tickets now. Buy online. Come see the Namaste Bitches, Teresa and I, live on stage doing so many amazing things. It is going to be a show you do not want to miss. So, Teresa, I know that we were talking about, previously we were talking about PK and Dorit and, you know, defending his marriage because Erica took a big jab at them. And I was saying. That's that's crazy to me. And they're really good friends. Very good friends. Like best friends. Like, I don't understand that. Like, why? And how how does Erica Jane get out of that one? I mean, I I just don't understand. Like, how does she get out of a lot of things is the question of the day, of the year, the seasons. Like, I'm just saying, if one of my good friends did that to me, I I would be so hurt and like, you know, devastated and, and like betrayed, you know? So I don't. Well, you do know a little something about this because you had some comments thrown your way at BravoCon when. Your brother was asked what would last longer, your marriage or his stand-up comedy career. Well, it was really not my brother that got asked a question. From what I hear, I heard that Melissa got asked a question and that she didn't want to answer it. So I can't say anything about her because she didn't want to answer it. But then my brother gets up. And he answers the question, which is almost worse because it's your brother. Yes, it is. Exactly. So it's like, I can't blame Melissa for that at all because that, that is my brother's doing. And the thing is, it's like, that's not my brother. Like, I don't know who he is now. I don't know who the, the person that, like, what kind of character he's trying to play or I just, yeah. So I was hurt by it. Louis was hurt by it. I mean, you know, as everyone saw, he did not come to my wedding. That hurt us. And, you know, by what he just did at BravoCon, that's very mean-spirited, very sad. And I just wish that he would stop talking about us, you know, to try to make himself relevant. It's a lot. It's been a long time. And listen, and this is the last time I'm talking about this because, you know, there's going to be a lot of things addressed, obviously, at the reunion. And then after that, I'm done. Well, and listen, we needed to address it. It was a big deal at BravoCon. It's a big deal in your life. I think you put a pin in it. You addressed it. It's hurtful. You're sad. It's not something you want to keep harping on. This is real. People, like, when you we take a step back, people have to understand and put themselves in your shoes. This is, like, a family member, and it's very hurtful. And I need to deal with it and move on because it's been toxic. It's been too long, and it's time to move on. We get through the reunion. And I'm done. No, and that's yeah, exactly. That's exactly how I feel. Like I'm going to talk about it because I'm going to get asked about it. And after that, never going to talk about it again. So that was a little heavy. I know. Let's go to some fun, quick hits from BravoCon with Teresa's takes. Teresa, I'm going to ask you a couple things that were funny and fun from BravoCon. You just give me a quick hit thought response. Okay. So the producer for Real Housewives of Potomac and Real Housewives of Atlanta said that they give both of those casts fake call times for trips because the ladies are always late. Is there anything like that that happens on the New Jersey cast? 
Um, yes, this season, my producer gave me a half hour leeway all time. Yes, yes. <laughs> and I'm, you know what? I first I didn't know, and um, and then I was happy he did because yeah, unfortunately, because your ass is always late. Yes, I am always late, and you know what? It just because you know I, I do have a lot of children. I do have a lot of it's children. A lot the kids and like sometimes ready. they ask me things last second. I don't want to say no to them. So I'm always like, I do jump hoops through my, for my kids. I do. Um, like if they ask me something, I try to always make them happy. Like of I course. never, you know, if I could do it, I have no problem doing it. Like yesterday, Melania calls me, Ma, can you come and bring me lunch to, at school? She was in a mood for the sandwich. And I was just like, like, so if I could do it, of course I'm going to do it, you know, cause that's what you do as a mom. That's what, exactly. So things like that. So that's what I mean. So I was so happy that they did that last season for me. Mom life comes first. Uh, another one is they were saying the ultimate girls trip producer said it's the most coveted housewives franchise that everybody wants to be on it. Yeah, it's it's fun. I mean, it's only one week. It's like, you know, a full week that you do it. And it's like they get like three or four episodes out of it, whatever they get out of it. And it's fun. Like the last one, I don't know. Did they announce the third one yet? The Thailand. Yes. Yes. I didn't know if they It's our girl, Alexia. Yes. Alexia's on it. And she's on there with her best friend, Marisol. Right. And I think Giselle's on there also. And so, yeah, Thailand. I mean, that's awesome. Like, I mean, I think ours was, was great, Turks and Caicos. And now they get to go to Thailand. Like, I would have loved to have been on that trip. Would you do another Ultimate Girls trip? Oh, definitely. Yes, definitely. Yes, definitely. Then, Teresa, Andy, Andy Cohen says that Candy Burris is the most famous person on Bravo. Do you agree or disagree? Well, I guess because she's an actual singer, right? Yes. I she do. sings, yes. Yeah, she's an actual singer in her life. And um, yeah, she has, I, I didn't even know. I, recently, I just saw she has 10 million followers on her Instagram. She's, yes. I mean, she's been in this biz for 30 years. She's iconic. Yeah, she's a she was on TLC, right? The Miss Worldwide Escape. She was Escape. But she did stuff with TLC, I think. Oh, okay. Got it. Okay. So she, you know, she's pretty amazing. Very, very talented. Beyond. So kudos. Yeah, kudos to her. And then you had said that you wouldn't have gone to jail if you weren't a celebrity. That's true. I think so. Yes. Because taxes, I mean, this is what other attorneys have told me is a misdemeanor. So, like, if you don't file taxes, not everybody that doesn't file their taxes go to jail. Got it. So, the, being on the show, you think? Yes. I mean, for me, yes. I mean, Good Joe, thought. maybe even Joe, because, like, you could get out of not filing taxes, meaning, like, you have to just pay it up. Like, whatever you're owed, you put, you, they put you on a payment plan, and you pay it and say, I'm going to pay it. But, like, with us, then, it ended up being other things. Like, that's the thing. If the government wants you, they'll take you down. No matter what. <laughs> yeah, no, no. Yeah. So you think the show kind of made it happen by being in the in the in the spotlight. I think even regarding Joe, because being in the spotlight, if legal things did happen with Joe, I'm sure he could have gotten out of it, like, you know, working things out. You know what I mean? Like I'm just saying, like, you know, whatever. But maybe not. Maybe if anything, maybe Joe should have still went to jail. I mean if it came up, you know, legal right. stuff. But he couldn't even believe like 
he told everyone, he's like, my wife had nothing to do with anything. And I still say it till today. I had nothing to do with anything. Right. Like, and I, that's why I walk with my head up high because I know I didn't. You should. Yeah. And I mean, everybody knew that I didn't like, I'm just people that were involved. And I think even my attorney knew I didn't, you know, but I feel like that happens. Like, I'll give you this one, but then the next one, you give me this one. I feel like all that happens. Well, listen, like you said, you have to just keep your head up high and you have to love, love, love yourself. Yeah. And that's what I do. I love, love, love myself because I know deep down inside, you know, I know who I am and it is what it is. I guess there was, you know, a reason why I had to go through that. So, and I did. Speaking of love, love, love yourself. Teresa. So last week we set our love, love, love yourself goals. I know it's been super crazy because of BravoCon, but let's see how the two of us did. I said I was going to give Josh a little more loving and affection. My results are that I failed miserably. Why? I did not win by any means in the love, love, love yourself in my own goal. Josh was, we were gone for BravoCon. Josh was gone traveling prior to that. And one of the kids was sick and it was an absolute shit show all week. I even moved my flights. I didn't go to BravoCon as long as I was supposed to go to because everything was so hectic. I gave him a little loving at BravoCon. I was going to say, what about BravoCon? Because like, I saw you that night. We had dinner. So that night would have been a perfect night. Well, I don't remember that night. But what? <laughs> no, started. you definitely gave him loving that night. Again, I don't remember and you much looked of it. so hot. So I'm sure he got some <laughs> loving that night. That was a blast, by the way. You, me, Louie. Alexia from Miami joined with Todd and Gia. I mean, it was little Louie. That was a that was a freaking ball. Yeah, we had so much fun. That was a blast. Okay, so I failed. I'm going to stick to that again this week because I can't fail. I always need to win. I'm a competitive lunatic. So I'm going to extra work on the love, love, love in every department for Josh this week and report back next week. Okay. But I, with I you, yes. the cardio, you said you were going to do cardio five times last week. How did you do, Teresa? Uh, I, I did it every single day. Good job. Yeah, I did it every day because um, I didn't have, I didn't do, obviously I didn't do it on the weekend, but I even at BravoCon, Louie and I went walking in the morning. That's incredible. Congratulations. We walked, I think, Saturday and Sunday. Yeah, no, I did it. Yes. You win. All right. You, you win the love, love, it. love yourself goals. <laughs> For next week, I already set mine. What's yours? What's your next love, love, love yourself goal for next week? Okay. For next week, um, I want to plan a date night for Louie and I. That's okay. You know why? Because he's always the one planning date nights. I I want to take charge because like, you know, I always just sit back and just wait for him to do it because he always does do it. Yes. So I want to surprise him and um, I want to tell him, you know, I'm going to plan the next date night. All right. Our goals are set. I'm going to give Josh some extra loving. You're in charge of planning a date night. We will report back next week. Uh, wow. I'm exhausted. I love our new love, love, love yourself goals. Today was a good one, Teresa. We spilled some serious tea. 
We got in some juicy stuff. You guys, I'm so sorry. We are so sorry. We didn't get to any of your questions and emails this week, but for sure next week, we will get into them on Wednesday. So don't forget to hit us up 424-241-0410 or email us namastebpodcast at gmail.com. And be sure to get your tickets to Namaste Bitches Live. You guys, we are coming live to you November 10th in Philly at the Franklin Music Hall. Go to axisaxs.com and November 11th in DC. We are coming to you, DC, at the Fillmore Silver Springs. Get those tickets at livenation.com. We are so freaking excited to see you guys in person. And of course, we will be here with you next Wednesday. You can follow us on Instagram. That's at Namaste Bitches Pod. Teresa, where can they find you? Teresa Judice. And I am at Melissa Feaster. Guys, thank you so much for listening. Please don't forget, get your tickets. We want to see your beautiful faces at Philly and in DC, November 10th and 11th. And we will see you next Wednesday. Love, love, love. Love, love, love.